0: Welcome to Washington's Most Controversial, the most raw, unfiltered,
1: uncut podcast. Hosted by Seattle based Commander in Chief of Laughter, General Mutombo. Love from Washington State, USA.
0: Welcome to the General Mutombo Uncut Podcast. Welcome to my platform. Welcome to my classroom. My classroom is my world where I'm bringing different creatives into my circle, into my space through very heavy, uncut conversations with mentors, friends, entrepreneurs, artists, educators, you name it, I will bring him on the show. And through this unfiltered conversations, we... That means the audience, you and I, we get to learn how to be more productive in our various careers. We get to improve what our our roles are in the community and live a more purposeful journey while still sharing some good music and jokes. Welcome to the General Mutombo Uncut Podcast. hello 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 ladies and gentlemen welcome to general mutombo uncut podcast and today i have a special guest ladies and gentlemen i have the one and only simon javan okello man how are you doing my brother i'm doing great my brother how are you Good, 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 good. Thank you for being in the show. Thank you for giving us... You know you're a very busy man, so it's an honour to have you in our room, in our space today to tell us your story, man. How you doing, man? I'm doing very well, bro.
1: I'm just tired, you know. I have three kids, so it's Friday night and right now I'm just, you know, grateful but tired. So I have a little glass of whiskey
0: here with me. Yeah, just, yeah, just to calm you down. It's good. It's, yeah. We need this, this is this would have been me and you meeting over coffee before yeah. Corona, but you see Corona now, Corona thing. But yeah, but ladies and gentlemen, um, I want Mr. Simon Javon to first tell us he's a, he's like the octopus of entrepreneurship. He's in everything. He's in a lot of things. But I want him in a few words to describe what he is and what he does for the community, uh, for himself, for his family, what he does for the, for, for the universe. Simon, tell us, what do you do, Mr. Sir? Yeah, well,
1: like you said, I do a lot of things, you know, first, I'm, I'm a father, so I have three girls, okay. and, uh, you know, that is where I, I spend a lot of my energy and passion right now, uh, and time, you know, so, yes, it's a privilege to be a father of three girls, especially right now, you know, okay. um, then I founded One OneVibe Africa. And, right. uh, you know, I also run my own personal brand and I do my own things at a personal level. Okay. Um and then, you know, I'm involved in climate change activities through an initiative I started. It's called Meeting idao you know. Brilliant, 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 so, brilliant. You know, planting trees back at home and also being involved with the
0: climate change conversation globally, you know. Okay, um, okay let me dissect this let me dissect yeah. your projects in bits so, yeah. I, so, that we, so that the audience can understand what this is about so how did this project one vibe and what's one vibe somebody Google what's one vibe what well, how did this project begin what led you to one vibe
1: well one vibe began long time ago in you know, in two around 2004, in 2002, 2003, 2004, I was learning how to become a DJ. You know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Around that time, you know, I was I, I was living in the ghetto, uh, you know, and reggae was reggae was the music of the ghetto, it was the music of that time. That was the sound yeah. of the, the people. Yes. And even right now, reggae reggae you know reggae strong. People say reggae nobody strong. can
0: nobody can.
1: Can stop. stop reggae. Yeah, nobody
0: can stop. reggae. Okay. Yeah. I know, I know. A, yeah. I love, I love reggae because people could connect their pain, uh, their agony, their struggles to the music. The music spoke to the people. That's one thing I liked about reggae. Right, right. So from DJ, how did I, how did it transition as a DJ? How where did where did it lead to?
1: So you know, music is like the the thread of my whole story. So okay, from. learning how to be a DJ and you're from the slum is not easy. You have to go through a lot of things, you know. What was was your biggest challenge at that time? What was your biggest Uh, challenge? Everything was a challenge, bro. If you're coming from the ghetto, everything is an obstacle. So just even being able to go to a club and walk Mm -hmm. through the crowd up to the DJ and tell the DJ that I want you to show me how to d j that takes a lot of courage you courage, know? Yes, yes yes yeah and know. and then you're from the ghetto, nobody knows you, you know yes uh-huh. you you're the one who walks from your house to the club, everybody uh, maybe everybody half, knows half yeah. of them half of the people in the club drive or take a taxi or board a border, but you okay. know, so it took a lot of courage, but I knew where I came from, and I yes. knew that I had something to offer and something to say. Yes. Uh, from a very young age, and I was okay. very curious, and okay. so, um, with 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 DJing, it, that's what helped me learn that I knew how to connect with people. You people, know? correct, correct, uh-huh. and so you know I played with Junior Dread You know, at that time Metro FM was the was the station. The station, yes. yeah. So yes. we had every Sunday. We had about four hours on Metro FM as one vibe entertainment. You okay. Know? Yes, and Junior Dread was someone like my mentor. You know, he was, he was my mentor really to be very direct oh, because correct. I lived with him. Okay. Uh, you know, for a few weeks in South B. Yes.
0: Uh,
1: right after I finished college, and that's yeah. also when I really connected with the reggae fraternity in Nairobi. Yes. People at Shashamani. people uh-huh. at uh, King Lion Sounds. King Lions, I remember King Mom, Lion Mom Sounds. Sounds, and in fact. Yes. I was a DJ for Mau Sounds uh, at the very beginning. Big time, big time. Uh-huh. Yeah. So if you look at the mixes for Mau Sounds, you'll hear, you know, Father Javu. That was my reggae. Father <laughs> That was my reggae. Father
0: Javu. Yeah hey. man, yeah man. <laughs> That's the vibe. Vibe. Yeah. Father Javu. What, eh, so okay, so one vibe. I gotta ask something. Under one vibe, uh what was your? What 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 were you looking? to to spread through one vibe? Because I'm looking at it now, you morphed from just a label to something more of a foundation. What were you trying to, uh, uh, what was your goal? What was your aim with this foundation? So I was talking of
1: 2004. Yes. 2007, there was post-election violence. By the time we were getting to 2007, so from 2005, 2006, 2007, I was working as the field director for Africa for a big NGO. So yes. I was DJing, but I was also yeah. traveling to like Quite a six bit. countries around Africa where I was working. Okay. Then post-election happened in uh, mm. December two thousand and seven. Seven two thousand eight January. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so at that time, our our reggae our reggae unit was very known because we yes. were traveling coast, and we also had the show on Metro FM, and the connection with a lot of presenters at Metro FM. So even if we had our shows, they would promote it as Correct. if it's their show you know
0: yes yeah
1: um so we organized right after the post election violence we organized okay. a peace concert to bring people together where did you host kisumu? kisumu kisumu okay kisumu okay. social oh, okay. hall you know yes uh-huh if you go to my facebook page and look at i always document everything uh, i know I, I, i'm one. yeah, yeah. I, I even have videos of of those performances in in uh, 2008 april you know you. I, okay i brought junior dread uh you know daddy freddy uh the late daddy freddy like daddy the freddy top, yeah the top reggae music, artists in kenya okay came to kisumu for that peace concert and also top reggae, kisumu reggae dj's we had over yeah. two thousand people, and we were the first public gathering after the post-election violence. How, how was the
0: reception, if you don't mind me asking? Sam, how was the reception that you're bringing all this joy, music, and laughter when people are fighting chaos and as eternity and paranoia? How was how was the reception? The reception was magical, man. It's exactly what we did with
1: Madaraka Virtual Festival on June twenty seventh this past Saturday. You know, okay. I think that a part of the role of One Vibe is to is to bring life into difficult moments you know
0: okay and so yeah this
1: was the birth of one Vibe. this moment that i'm describing to you that uh, was when one bible 2008 created. yeah okay. when we used the power of music to bring people together and okay. we organized this peace concert the next okay. day the money okay. from this concert after uh-huh. i had paid junior grade and i had a friend of mine from Bungoma called more he was also uh-huh. in, Junior Dredd, More, Victor Nyamori, who, was also, mm-hmm. who is a lawyer and was a big fan of One Vibe. And a yes. few other people were in my room. And my room was in Manyata, you know, Manyata CJ, where Young Generation Center, the orphanage home that my mother started in 1997,
0: is okay. located.
1: So we were inside okay. my room there after okay. the show. The next day we were having breakfast, you know. The way we normally have tea and mandazi and chapati. If you have visitors, even dondo, eggs, everything is there. You know?
0: Yes. yes. So
1: then something just came to my mind and I asked these guys that, look, the okay. impact that we had on people yesterday, you know, this. Yes. it was around 10 o'clock, but we had arrived at the house around 8 uh-huh. o'clock.
0: So okay,
1: we the show started around 5 p.m. Yeah. By 8 a.m., people were still at Kisumo Social uh, Hall. They were still there. It was that bubble, it was that it was hitting the fans. But hey. but what's interesting is five o'clock in the morning, the music had already been turned off. Yes. People were just talking in groups of the experience they had. Okay. People didn't want to leave. So people were asking us to continue doing that because it was af- imagine after coronavirus like right now. And yes. then one vibe is given the chance to organize the first festival that brings like 10,000 people together when people when there is no social distancing there's no social distancing absolutely so it's it was similar to that because okay. people were indoors because people were okay. killing each other and uh-huh. then the, the the peace deal was signed and okay. people were able to interact without okay. carrying a machete for the first time and that was yeah. the first event so it was that feeling you know okay
0: Yep, and and now so, we're, so, we're for Manyata. So,
1: go ahead, go ahead, continue. So, so we collected part of the money from the event the previous night. Yes. went to the NGO coordination board like the next Monday, and registered One Vibe Entertainment Foundation. That is where this NGO work for One Vibe started. But before that, whoa, whoa. Uh-huh. before that, I was uh-huh. deeply involved in community work. Remember, my mother started an orphanage home in 1997 and West. between 2000 and um, uh 2004 until 2010 okay. i was working for an ngo as their field director for africa so nice. I, I had a lot nice. of experience you know yeah. working you for, had some
0: footwork footwork yes yes
1: yes uh-huh. um so that is that is you know the story of how OneVibe started in Kenya, how we registered OneVibe, and, one Vibe, and, and then, this is what
0: year? What year was this when you uh, when this OneVibe you registered it? Two thousand and eight. Okay, great. All right.
1: So two thousand and nine. Okay, is the first time I came to the US to visit, but I was fundraising for the NGO I was telling you that I was working for, for. in in, uh, about six different countries in Africa, Malawi, Malawi, Liberia, yeah. Ghana, Ghana, South Sudan, nice. Tanzania, Uganda, and Kenya, you know, so seven.
0: Okay. seven um, yeah.
1: Anyhow, so I came to the U.S. to fundraise for that organization. Uh, I went to, you know, New York, uh, Salt yeah. Lake City,
0: uh, oh.
1: uh Alaska, uh uh, what's this las vegas las vegas seattle uh um, seattle uh arizona you know Uh
0: you travel quite a bit
1: yeah okay i i went to eight eight different states fundraising Uh just meeting the donors of that organization and fundraising and that's how i learned fundraising you know yes uh uh, through those types of uh you know experiences and so that's 2009 2010 Is, uh-huh. So 2009 is also when I proposed to my girlfriend at the time who was living in Seattle, who is my wife now, you know? Oh, nice. So right. my, my wife and I met in Liberia while I was working there in Liberia, you know? Interesting. Yeah. Wow, I
0: didn't know that. That's beautiful. Wow. So
1: in, we first started interacting while we were working on a project together in Ghana. Yes. We were building the first HIV AIDS clinic in Ghana, you know? Oh, which city? Where in Ghana? Do you know the city? Oh, I was there. Oh, it's called Oh in Volta region. Oh, oh, oh in Volta region. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, H oh,
0: oh, oh yeah,
1: okay. Yeah, it's in Volta region, very close to the border with Togo. Okay. Yeah. Anyhow, so So then in 2010 is when I moved to Seattle and I began, uh, you know, building the story of One Vibe here, but it had already yeah. started in Kenya, you know? Okay, yes. It had already started in Kenya. And when I came here, I can share with you more about how I've been building it since then. But now I'll listen for you to ask me another question. I
0: got you, I got you, I got you. I want to I wanna get this. So what was your, uh, before you moved to Seattle, oh, just a quick one. What was your favorite memory related to One Vibe while you were still in Africa? In all those countries you travel? what was one of your favorite memories of One Vibe or just the beginning of your journey? Just
1: the ability to bring people together, Okay. Listen to each other.
0: Okay.
1: Appreciate good music and support okay. good artists. You know. Uh huh. Yes. Make our community vibrant. You know, just the ability to get together. Okay. Is is very magical, and you know, I I hold it very uh, as as a precious thing because mm-hmm. now coronavirus is showing us how important it is to interact with other human beings, you know? Correct, it is. Yeah, so that that idea of just being able to get people together. You know, I remember the very first concert I organized was not even the one that we had at Kisumu Social Hall uh, in 2008. Correct. Um, You know, I've organized, prior to that, I organized a concert at Agakan Hall, which was great as well. But the very first one I organized was in my mother's backyard, uh, I think the, the the that year was maybe in form two, you know.
0: Well, oh you yeah. were you were organizing. You were you already you already had a leadership skill from a young age. This bro, is, this is really brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, bro, this is brilliant. Uh-huh. I organized a,
1: a new year party in my mother's backyard, and it it was packed. People were jumping over the fence. Even people who are like disabled. Okay, there's a guy that is disabled that we had to pull him from above the fence because he jumped, but he had no crutches. He could not jump down. (laughs) He jumped up. (laughs) So so when I look at that and I say, we just put this little thing together. In fact, we we borrowed the stereo from from the neighbor. You know, there's a neighbor... Whose okay. wife was very supportive of us. She would give us the mic. Then we'd go to her house and rap. You can practice. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So, okay, so okay. this guy traveled to his rural home uh-huh. for Christmas, and his wife stayed. And we asked okay. her for their stereo for this party. Yeah. You know. Uh huh. Uh huh. You know the way you organize a party just for your plot. Just for your thing. And the I whole neighborhood comes.
0: You know. <laughs> you brought people together. Yeah,
1: that's it. That's it.
0: That's ah, beautiful I, I gotta ask you i gotta ask you we gotta let's go but let me take you back let's, let's go back a little bit so we have described because i am a, a transplant to seattle as well so when you move to seattle i know it was not easy um to transfer everything and all the skills you had in kenya all the resources you had in kenya so how did one vibe as a seed sprout into a full-grown plant here in seattle that is uh, we were back to 2010 so, how did it work? How did how did one vibe spread from there? How did you how did you network? How did you know this is the right person to talk to? Where to go? How did, how did that come about? Well,
1: these things the best way they happen is organically, naturally. Okay. you know, okay. you can never have a formula about nature. You know,
0: correct. So,
1: mm-hmm. when I, you know, around two thousand and eleven, mm-hmm. uh, I joined a leadership training program. In fact, I had a scholarship for that training program, and maybe 10 years later, I referred yeah. Kenju to that program and he had a full okay. scholarship to it as well.
0: Beautiful. beautiful Kenju, beautiful, are, beautiful. you know, he's our yes. mutual friend.
1: So oh, whenever nice, I get nice. opportunities, I always find ways for pushing our people there. Beautiful, beautiful. Go ahead, go ahead. So through that program, I, I connected with some amazing people, you know, lawyers okay. at CASCO and nice. leaders, leaders, people who are even working in, you know, managing funds for, age fund owners in wall street and ownership. all of that,
0: Ooh, you know big fish big wigs uh, people hey, that's
1: beautiful. people who are in sustainability who are consulting for companies in relation to even diversity and racism all sorts of people people who are also into um you know futuristic stuff even futuristic you like you're you're, you know. you're, t-
0: you're, t- you're talking you are talking these are the people who are going to plug you in if you're trying to move forward right the right network right now now did you ever organize anything did you get to a point where you ever organized how did you ever how was your first one vibe event in seattle how was that it was it was uh you
1: know in 2012 march 2012, 2012, 2012, okay. 2012 um, okay. And uh we organized it at Nectar Lounge, you know.
0: Nectar. That yeah. was nectar. Yeah, but I in want Seattle? to take
1: you yeah, I want to take you back a few steps. Uh, Let's I want go. to Let's say go. that you know okay. the first one vibe events we organized were in people's living rooms actually. Okay. Uh there's a, a dear friend and like a mother figure to me here in Seattle. Her name is uh Lou Rachel. Okay. She's African American. Okay. She organized a dinner at her house where we invited different Leaders in the community, and I was okay. able to present to them what one by is. You know, I wanted to connect with leaders from the black community who are like black community, who are like my elders here. You know, because okay. I'm a black okay. man, I'm an African, they're Africans too. You know, yeah. so for me to build trust from grassroots, this was the best way for me to uh, approach this whole uh, growth within Seattle. And okay you know it just started by me meeting somebody in that leadership program I was describing to you yes her name was D and she introduced me to Lou Shell, and then Lou Shell introduced me to Wura mother Wura mother introduced me to Wura Ah yes. uh,
0: my people yeah. Wura Runga
1: uh-huh.
0: and
1: then things just continued evolving and for every relationship I I was given I've maintained it and continue to nurture it, you know. Um, and these have been so many relationships over the years. All of them are not perfect. Some of them are not active. But because there is good faith and goodwill and good work that I have done with all of these people, I okay. still have the open doors and openness to
0: go back to them and engage okay. them anytime. So. talking okay. Yeah. Talking about networking, what what do you wish you had known before you started out as One Vibe at the beginning while in Seattle? Like, what do you wish? I wish I, I knew this for earlier. I, it took me a while to connect. Which would have made One Vibe launch faster or at a pace that you would have preferred? Go ahead. No, I don't wish I knew anything. I wish... Good. I, I wish... It, hey! Yeah. Hey! Good. That was yeah. a good question. I always have to throw that question over there. Yeah. I always want to make sure people tell me that they trust the path that they are on. Continue. Yeah. So we are here 2012. Okay, you are stepping back. Go ahead. You, are, you continue. You were saying so, you've met the right people. Yeah, Go ahead. so 2000, before 2012,
1: 2010, the moment I came here, I started okay. talking to my in-laws, my wife, about my passions and what I'm going mm-hmm. to be, what I've been okay. doing and what I want to continue doing, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there yeah. was transition. I had to do a lot of different different jobs while my passion was within the first five minutes that I met any human being for the first time, I told them about One Vibe, you know? Yes. I told them about One Vibe, no matter who they are, no matter where I was. And I was very annoying to a lot of people (laughs) <laughs> but I I followed my my God your passion my yes. God not my yes. like what my body told me to say is what
0: came out of my mouth <laughs> <laughs> what your heart was saying yeah. you were speaking from your soul yeah go ahead go ahead I'm listening. because when
1: I was coming here I had commitments back home I had a community of people that already saw me as a leader I had yeah. a community of people that I had worked with. Okay. that I was responsible for. So I was coming here to represent them and I was okay. coming here to to, to do good work in order for them to be proud, in order for them to know that I'm still working with them and for them, you know? Yes. And in engaging with people here, I want them to feel that. I want them to feel that they're engaging somebody from a community in Africa that values him. So when... They engage me, they're not just engaging me as, uh, you know, just like that. I try to make it known that, you know, I'm as an important person as you are. So let's find a way of, of working together, you know.
0: Beautiful. Okay.
1: Yeah, so when I speak about the work I do, I speak okay. about it with a lot of pride. And I've learned that over time, you know. I've learned that over time and through people that have given me really strong, critical feedback and positive feedback and and also love,
0: you know. They have supported you yeah. fully. I want to take you back, Simon, though. I want to take you back, though. We are, we are at the Nectar Lounge, right? At yeah. the first festival. How yeah. did that go and how that proceed? that being your first festival? How did that go? Let's go back there. That one was
1: not even a festival. We did it on a Thursday night at Nectar Lounge. Okay. You know, I okay. was still... I, I'd been here for like a year and a half or two years. Okay. Uh, at this event is where I met Juguna Wagishuru for the first time, who is now a board member of One Vibe Africa. This nice. is where I beautiful. met Kamau Ngigi for the first time.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: even though he was from Kalamashaka, I'd never met him yes. in person before. Hey, Kamau. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 I have. Beautiful. Go ahead. And and I brought Clinton Ferron to perform at that event, you know.
0: Okay. Oh, that's nice. Well,
1: yeah. That That is
0: beautiful. That is beautiful, Simon. So, I want, no, so go, ahead, go ahead. There were only you...
1: 39 people that
0: attended that event, so that you have the number, you know. So this thirty nine, would you count this as a failure for the first event in Seattle, or would you count it as at least it's a first step to something bigger? There's, How would you look at it? For me,
1: there's never any failure. There's always a learning opportunity. Like that, the people that I that were at that event, I'm still connected okay. with them up to now, and they're like the foundation. They are still involved, of, of, involved
0: in one vibe. Yeah. Yes. And what did you what did you learn from this first uh, this first show? What did you learn from it?
1: i you know I learned that you can do anything anywhere if you if okay. if if you trust why you're doing it, you can okay. do anything anywhere with anyone, just have the confidence okay. as long as you know why you're doing it and you trust why you're doing it okay It doesn't matter how many times you ha- you have to do it how small it is because I was giving you an example that before the nectar lounge we were meeting at people's living rooms and I was showing people videos that I took in Kenya of the work I was yes. doing yes. and, and uh, you know, building strong communities with people so that by the time yes. I was doing things publicly,
0: yes. I have a strong support system. Okay, let's take it to this. Let's take it to this. Let's take it to this, Simon. So you, the, there, there is a time where you moved from just a concert to the festival. Tell me about that. What led to that? Well, you know, we had done
1: concerts or,
0: you
1: know, events that bring more than 1,500 people in Kenya before I I, I came here, you know? Uh, Yes, yes. Um, And I organized for Metro FM, like, an event in Kisumu at Kenyatta Sports Ground that attracted, like, 20,000 people, you know? Beautiful, beautiful. That's brilliant, brother. So that was the first festival experience that I was involved with organizing.
0: Uh,
1: But I had been i been fascinated by by festivals from a young age. You know, I I grew up in the church. So going to, like, crusades, going to political rallies, just seeing how people responded to music, even in crusades or political rallies, fascinated okay. me. And still fascinates yeah. me until now. But okay. moving, starting Madaraka Festival, just okay. to answer that specific question, um, okay was something that came about when me, Njuguna, Kamau, Ngigi, uh, you know, Uwururunga's sister's mom, we were sitting in Uwururunga's mother's living room, you know. Okay. And we were brainstorming what is it that we can do to help Simon with this idea of one vibe? What is it that okay. we can do to yes. have an impact in a way that People can support one vibe with the budget one vibe. for even one year, you
0: know. Yes, yes.
1: And so Madaraka Day was approaching, you know. Okay, yes. So we said, let's let's call it Madaraka Festival, you know. Yeah. Oh, nice, nice. So then we said, okay, Madaraka Festival, Madaraka is approaching. Let's start okay. looking for artists that can participate. Okay. That's how the idea of, uh, you know, Madaraka Festival, Madaraka Festival came about. Festival
0: What year was this? What
1: year was this? 2014, you know? Beautiful. But remember, Go ahead. In 2012, I went with Clinton Ferron to Kisumu. Oh. And we organized a festival there, you know? It's called Okay. Unite, Unite the People Festival. Unite the People Festival. Okay. Unite the People Festival is the same concert we organized in 2008 after the post-election violence. So,
0: so it's something that's been going. Two thousand and
1: eight, like two thousand and nine, two thousand and ten, two thousand and eleven, two thousand and twelve. It continued going on in Kenya. Okay. So even when I was not there in person, I used to still send money to get it organized. So to get get it, get get things run. Yeah. Yeah. So so you know this idea of Madaraka Festival was just a for me and from my perspective was growth from all these things I'd been doing before.
0: This is this is something I wanna ask. So Madaraka Festival, this whole the whole concept behind Madaraka Festival clearly did not start from just that sitting, that one sitting with the World Rungos family and friends. You wanted it to be bigger than what was on the table. How did you move it from the festival verbally to something that actually you took it from there to the Last time I googled you took it to Museum of Pop. How did that how did you how did you end up in that big room, my brother? How did you end up there?
1: Well, now again, relationships, you know. yo oh, yeah. From from that living room. Uh-huh. You know, the Juguna knew Jonathan Cunningham, who is still a good friend of mine.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: and he was working at Mo Pop at that time. Yes. Um, and then I knew a friend of mine who I met through the leadership program. I was describing at the beginning of this conversation. Yes. Whose name is Zach knew. Yes. A lady that managed Paul Allen, the late Paul Allen's money uh, I
0: repeat it so. I repeat it so. Yep. Yeah. You
1: know, Paul Allen, the one who started Microsoft with Bill, yes. Gates?
0: So yeah, Bill he, Gates. Yeah. Bill Gates. Yeah. I so, him. So the lady
1: who managed his finances, like who advised on where money should go. Okay. Um, was the boss of a friend of mine that attended that leadership program. So you see the value okay. of attending that leadership program. Yes. So we decided that we need to look for venues, and Mopop was amongst the list of venues we listed. We listed the Moore Theater, Mopop Theater, okay. uh mm-hmm. Langston Hills. Langston Hills. Yeah. yeah. So, so we started reaching out to all these venues, and Mopop was very attractive to, to me because I felt like we could have a lot of impact if we did it there, you know. We yes. could make a statement, and so yes, uh, Uwura Runga reached out to Maklemo because he was working with Maklemo at the time. Yeah, uh huh. And then Juguna reached out to Jonathan Cunningham, and I reached out to, you know, the lady that her name is uh, her name is uh, I think her name is uh, Avi or, uh, Avi or something like that. Okay. Um, But she worked for Paul Allen. Anyhow, she responded. Go ahead,
0: go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead she responded
1: ahead. and Paul Allen gave us uh, $14,000. Okay. Uh, and also, because he gave us that money, we were able to uh-huh. let Mo Pop know that look, the owner of uh-huh. this building has given us 14000 to do this event. You have to host okay. it, you know?
0: Yes. So it yes. was just
1: leveraging everything that was going on. And then John, we, yes. when Mark said yes, then yeah. There was more reason for Mopop to host it there, you know? Because he's coming. The McLemore was coming. Macklemore was coming. Paul Allen gave us the money to do it. And yes. the community was behind this event. There was love and support. Yes. So, again, you find that these are the dinners I was doing at people's houses. Yes. The conversations I was having at people's you houses. You building good relationships. Yes. Good
0: relationships. Planting seeds. Yes. Planting seeds. Yes. Okay, so did this event as a whole, this Madaraka Festival, how did it sustain One Vibe? Because I know One Vibe has to support itself somehow. How did it it come about? How was was the relation?
1: Well, One Vibe cannot be sustained by Madaraka Festival alone. One Vibe is being sustained by various things. So Madaraka Festival, the first one that happened, did fund One Vibe's operations for one year. And also enabled One Vibe to start our recording studio in Kisumu, One Vibe Studio. Okay. Those are fans from the first Madaraka festival. From so the first
0: Madaraka festival, okay.
1: That's 2014. Okay. Yeah. So every year we've done Madaraka festival. Besides this year, the proceeds have gone to the women in Madari and Maniata. Well, women in Madari, Madari Manyata. and Yalenda. Yeah. But prior to that, you know, there is some money that has gone to UNV from Madaraka. But there are some okay. Madaraka festivals that have also gone at a loss, where all the money ha- has been spent in producing the event. Okay. But the but the goodwill that we've, the fact that we've continued doing the event has allowed us okay. to get other funding opportunities to ensure that One vibe is still functional. Also, okay. because during the first and second Madaraka, we were able to buy. The second Madaraka, we bought film production equipments, and that's what you no. you see that we produce content within Kenya. Content with yes, I hear yours on YouTube. Yes, I see that. So all of that is because of the second Madaraka festival, you know. Okay. So we've been very diligent with trying to do this and trying to build sponsorship. All of that is not there yet, but we are growing. Not there yet. You're yeah. you're, you're
0: growing as, as you're growing it. Yeah. You're growing it as a, as a, this 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 as a family, this as a community. There's a lot of things we're going to speak about it, but I'm going to dissect it in bits, bit, Simon, because okay. I, I there's a lot. There's under one vibe, you have a lot of campaigns. Campaigns that I, I know when you say, uh, when we generalize, you know, I have friends who tell me, hey, how can we help Africa? You know, they just think we just send money, send money. No, there has to be what exactly are you funding to help or enable those people become better. So under one vibe, So my little research I saw you have you, you have a lot of campaigns. You have the education, music, and art program campaign. Tell me more about this one. What's the education, music, and art program campaign? What's that about? So uh,
1: when you went to our website, uh, you yes. find that one by bus department, just like any yes. organization. Yes. So, for example, if you go to Starbucks, Starbucks has, um, you know, their roasting plants where they yes. they roast the plants and then they have their the regional headquarters you know yes
0: uh, yes
1: with one vibe one vibe yes. the way one vibe is structured okay in the us uh oh. one vibe usa has Madaraka festival used to be one vibe usa now it's one vibe kenya okay ah beautiful. so one, okay. One, one, Madaraka festival is part of one vibe kenya now what okay. in seattle one vibe usa okay. the activities we do number 1 is kijiji night Okay, At Seattle Art Museum, number two is the African
0: Dinner Series. The the, the African Dinner Series? Yes, I've been to a couple of them. They're beautiful. That was a good experience.
1: Number three is uh, Diaspora Connect. Okay. The podcast that I've interviewed you on before.
0: Oh, yes, yes, diaspora connect, yes oh, but, By the way, we're going we're gonna to talk about it later So skip that, we're going to save that Yeah, but, so but I'm, I'm,
1: I just want to be clear On all the OneDrive activities in the US And then I want to describe everything in Kenya Go That then will, will help you understand The campaigns that you're describing Continue Yeah, um, then in Seattle we also, have, um, we also have our annual fundraising dinner That we've been doing at the Northwest Arts, Arts Museum African American Museum. Yes. yes. Now yes. that's everything we do in, in the US. Okay. The reason why we exist in the U, exist in the US is so that we can organize events that raise funds for us to do our work in Kenya. You know? Okay. Yes. Now the following are the things that we do in Kenya. Okay. We, go ahead. we have our education, music and art
0: program. That's the primary okay. thing, you know? That's the primary primary. That's what you're, like this is where you you, you drive most of your resources to. This is important, go ahead.
1: With that, we are teaching kids dance program. We teach kids painting. We teach kids music production, video production. Um, This is in Kisumu, right? In Kisumu. Okay. And, um, you know, we have a space. This same space Mm. was started in 1997 by my mother as an orphanage home. So I took over the running of this space in 2013 when my mom was retiring from running the orphanage. And so okay. what I'm currently doing and what One Vibe is doing is, is turning that orphanage into a creative hub, you know?
0: Yeah, Yo, nice, nice,
1: nice. You're giving, you're giving it a, you're, you're remaking it. Go ahead. Yes. And so okay. if you walk into that orphanage now, if mm-hmm. you walk through the gate, the first room you're going to see is going to be the, this is a three-story building. Okay. So it's going to be the dance uh, studio now okay. as we speak we are renovating and changing most of the way that this whole place functions okay then we have um you know meeting rooms where people meet okay communities community organizations local organizations come there and organize their events and seminars and things like that then okay. we have a yasul space all the bands in kisumu even makadem when he's performing in kisumu
0: they come to, to this Kali. building. They go and practice. They come to this yeah. building. That's where they practice. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. All we have uh, music instruments there. Every year I collect music instruments here and take to Kenya. Okay. You know. Okay. Even yeah. right now I have some music instruments in my garage.
0: You know. Hey. Okay. Okay. You're yeah. you're born musician. Go ahead. So we have education, music, and art program. What else so, do we so, have? So
1: so that? so, a few things that, that are offshoots of the education, music, and art program we have One Vibe Studio. Okay. So kids that come to learn music production go to One Vibe Studio, but they're still part okay. of the education, music, and art program. At the same time, One mm. Vibe Studio produces for artists who just come, we record for them, they pay, they go. You know, we have okay. clients, we have paying clients. Okay. Uh, One Vibe Films is also, uh, it's like a social business, but we also f- take youths there that are interested in film production photography and film directing and such you know okay we connect them with filmmakers here in seattle so uh, at least once a month we have calls together you know yeah yes yes we are producing content in collaboration with you know even filmmakers in greece and italy and the netherlands and places like that yeah um now then we have Madaraka Festival. This is something that uh, we used to do it here. Last year we did it in Kenya. We are going to continue. this Madaraka
0: Festival. Okay. Yes,
1: we are go- we- This year we did it virtually, but uh-huh. our plan is to continue doing it not only in Kisumu but in other parts of Africa.
0: All right. So uh, before we go back to the Madaraka Festival, we still have the campaigns. So what else apart from the education, music, and art program? What other campaigns do you have under one vice?
1: So we have things like meeting Meet in Idawa is an initiative, you know. It's a okay. tree planting initiative, okay. where we are working with youths to plant vegetables, plant trees. This is something yes. I started on my own before even OneVibe existed. You know, as I was. Oh,
0: nice tree planting. Keep the keep the world green. Yes. Right
1: now, okay. As we speak, OneVibe is being restructured so okay because i'm the visionary behind one vibe and a lot of the things that one vibe do are things that i started you know okay okay so there are things that we are going to i'm going to be changing how they're done whether they're done All right. under one vibe as a nonprofit or whether they're done as their own things for example right. meeting okay. in Dawa is going to be an entity of its own Okay, okay. One vibe studio, which I was talking about about, is going to be an entity of its own. These are conversations. For the music
0: production. From music
1: production. It's going to be a media company. You know, okay. okay. That is going okay. to be producing more content, music and, and films. Indi- independently. I- independently as a for profit okay. business. Okay. So those are some of the changes that are currently being discussed within one vibe. And so the non profit yes. part of One Vibe is going to be smaller. Okay. And it's going to be primarily focusing on the EMAP, the Education, Music, and Art Program. Okay. So a lot of the things that you're seeing as campaigns, you know, we have different departments. So you see meeting Idawa is like a department. It looks from a, from a, a person viewing the website. Yes. Uh, if you go to, you know, if you go to the OneVibe website, Especially, let's say you go to Kenya, you'll have drop down yes. menus that gives you many yes. of the activities that we are doing. And then, under each activity, you know, if you're okay. in the nonprofit world, each activity that okay. you do okay. is funded independently, and the whole organization could also be funded independently. So, for example, OneVibe is very versatile. So, you okay. find that something like Meeting Idawa, there are organizations and funding institutions okay. that only fund things to do with climate change. Okay. Or they only fun things to do with community gardening or they only fun yeah. things to do with, you know, uh, uh, it's called food justice, you know. Okay. Then okay. you find other organizations that only find things to do with film production, you know. Yeah. Then, I'm a, yeah. So I'm a, So I'm, I'm trying to dissect it a little further for you to understand why we've also sectioned things that way.
0: Sections. I understand, I understand, yeah. Simon. And I'm very thankful for that. But I'm going to step back from the business a little bit and talk to Simon, you know. Yeah. We've been on one vibe for a minute. So let's talk to Simon. Yeah. Who's Simon Javanokelo? I know Simon Javanokelo because he's the producer of two beautiful faces. One is called Milele, and the other one called Atieno. So we want to know that Simon. How is that Simon? Simon, tell us, as an African father, you have a podcast called we really here. it's called the father african father in america tell us about simon their father the, the family man tell us about
1: something about it. man I, i'm exactly the same you see the energy i bring to one vibe is the same energy i bring to uh, me being a father at home okay i'm an okay. honest guy and okay. uh, i'm a i'm a student okay. and i'm an a, i'm a humble guy and um uh, okay um, I'm someone who loves to build relationships. So my my style of being a father is okay. building relations with my, my kids, uh, okay. teaching them my languages, teaching them my yeah. culture, uh, yes. being honest with them even right now during this time where anti-racism is very potent. I speak yes. to them about Black Lives Matter. And, yeah. um, you know, they are children that uh, are from a black man and a white woman, you know. So they have a lot of questions about their identity. So I discuss those directly with them. Um, You know, I'm a a son, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm someone who's close to my mom. And yes. my family, because I'm the oldest son, right? now. You're
0: the firstborn. You're the firstborn, first yeah. Simon. You're the firstborn. Simon, no, no, but no. But listen, go ahead, go
1: ahead. I'm from go a ahead. polygamist family. And uh, okay. I'm the thirdborn. Uh, okay. But I'm currently the firstborn because I lost my two older brothers. So, Oh, I repeat yourself. Rest in peace to your brother, there. My, thank you. So my mother, my first mother, her name is Mary. Okay. And she had okay. many, many children. But she only okay. had one son. So her son, my, okay. my, my, my blood brother passed away before my stepbrother passed, you know.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: But maybe two years apart from one another. And uh, yes. they, you know, both of them had drinking issues. My brother had a lot of gang related involvement and drugs okay. and a lot of okay. violence. So okay. I learned a lot from them. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, who I am right now is informed by what I saw them doing, doing okay. what I'm trying to do in the world right now is as a result of what, of what you, what you were around your environment. Yeah. The potential I saw that they had that they did not maximize, you know? Okay. Um, Okay. So whenever I was saying earlier in this conversation that the way I move on a day to day basis on a minute to minute basis is informed a lot by where I came from and where I'm going, and who I represent, yep. and who I'm speaking for, you know.
0: You are speaking for where you're going. Yeah. Well, uh, quick question, quick question, Simon. Are you, are you are you are you married? Of course, my friend. I'm married. Uh, yes, yes. I'm I married. Ask this. The audience, <laughs> the audience does not know. I gotta ask. How long have you guys been together?
1: We've been together
0: for ten years, my friend. That is, I gotta ask this thing. You know, years. it takes a village. It yeah. takes a village. To keep a marriage, so to ten years, it means through this process, the that the you needed that type of support system to push you to where you needed to be. You, you, you needed it; it was important for you through your journey. That that stability and foundation of family is there. I really admire that about you, my brother.
1: Yeah, I mean, you you know, I didn't know how important family was, but okay. I see that. I see how my mother the the discipline and the love that my mother gave me i didn't realize it either until very recently in okay in how people started telling me that i am you know when people start telling you what they think you are you know i didn't know yes in africa
0: yeah
1: you know a lot of people don't tell you what they think about you yes and what your characters
0: are what your characters are correct
1: but when I came and worked in corporate America, I started yes. hearing you know, for example, every month, you had to be given feedback, performance evaluation, performance evaluation, and all that yes. shit. yeah, so yeah, so I started hearing from other people, you know, besides yes. my wife and relatives okay. and family, what kind okay. of a human being I was. Then I started figuring out that, wow, my mom had such an impact in me, and I'm turning yeah. out to be a good person because of that, you know. Okay, and so I'm just trying to pass that on to my kids and my 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 community and and my friends' kids, but I'm also trying to learn it from other people just by being honest with my situation and listening to their situation, you know, so as a father, I'm also in a black men's group I'm the only african I got, you, group. I got you. the others are mm-hmm. mostly african Americans but they're leaders respected leaders here in Seattle, okay, so I'm learning a lot about you know how to be a real man okay. in in our world right now. How to be real, but still be vulnerable. Still be you okay. know able to ask for help, able to cry,
0: able to fight. You know. Uh, okay. Yeah. I gotta ask you. I gotta ask you. I got you. I I got you. The masculinity part of you. You gotta. You have to show it. Otherwise the no, will, no, no, no! I don't think so. You what but I gotta ask you something. This is a tricky true. point.
1: Yeah. You don't have to show your. This it like it's it takes one to Tell show me more. anything, you know. Tell me more. And it takes energy to do anything. So where you spend your energy, yeah. uh, yes. takes away that energy from somewhere else. So if you want to spend your energy in trying to Ooh. be masculine and bully people and be the king. Then, well, things might work out, but things you might will not be work out all the time by intentionally trying to be the man, you know. Uh,
0: that, that's yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's that's a lot of effort, that's a lot of effort, a lot of time what, that white supremacy unnecessary is, is you
1: know.
0: You know, yes, yes, we're, we're gonna talk. We're, I'm, I'm gonna take you back to that topic right there, but I gotta ask you, I know my brother Simon from Kisumu coming to America. Now, when you came to America and you began this, you began all the, the, your journey. I know it was not easy. I know I've tried to ask it in different ways, but I've not got the answer I want. But I know there are some challenges you had in between creating this foundation that somebody who may be wanting to do exactly what you're doing and right now is almost giving up. my want to understand that, okay, so at least this part, what I'm going through is not, is not different. It's not something new when you, you're you through your whole journey as, as, as a father, as an American father, because I'm not going with one vibe, I'm just going as an American father, what has been your biggest challenge? I, I wish I knew for this me, as a father.
1: Uh, I don't have any I wish I knew this. What I, knew, uh, what I, I, I wish I had is more mm. time. You know? Yeah, more time. Yeah. Uh, that is it that I is more, it. Time That's what I'm to,
0: asking. more time to spend That's
1: with it. you okay. and engage okay. with you more, you know the amazing amazing things we could have done, you know. Uh, if I had more time to to spend with my daughters, yeah, whenever yes. you know my daughters at, at their age, they're very curious. They want me to answer every question, and the more questions I ask for them, the more I build them, the more they grow stronger, Correct. you know. But I I don't have the time to the more you grow up that I do yes. as much as I yes. can, you know. If I had more time, yeah, to be out there and protest with, yes, the, with the police timeline. protesting against, yeah. you know, uh, you know, racism and white supremacy, I would have done okay. it. But I can't just be everywhere, so that's part of why I'm saying, okay. if I had more time. But I, I just want you to know that I know where I came from, and I know that I'm extremely privileged. So I'm not, I'm not here to complain yeah. about my challenges. My yeah. challenges are, yeah yeah my challenges are why why i'm sitting here let me ask you something but man uh, let me say this yes i think what you're asking for is like what, what has been the most difficult thing for me to grow one vibe as a father right
0: yes oh, Simon come around my brother yes that's yeah. what I'm talking about I'm asking like there must be days you know sometimes you wake up yeah. some days you have fatigue so I, I, me as an artist Simon I don't wake up every day and I feel like performing some days I'm like oh my god I wish I had an assistant yeah. oh my god I wish I had this there has to be a challenge It doesn't have to be perfect every day but well, something is like okay I have to, I have to say me. that go ahead my brother
1: you know um, I feel like I'm at a place where I have built a lot of resilience. I've I've seen a lot of challenges and problems. You know. Yeah. You know I'm I'm 36 right now, and yes. and I'm from Maniata. So yes, so the things I've gone I, through you are look so like much, you look bro. and and you. so Why this has has made my skin thick. Okay. okay. But I've also made me know that life can end any any minute. So mm. so I you know the. I just need a little more time and I need to be, uh, I, you know, I just want to give more, you know, uh, so that I do well in, in whatever I do, whether it's parenting, I take everything seriously, bro. Even the, if I send you an email, you know, even today. Yeah.
0: yes, Yeah. Yes. You pick everything. You're very specific. You're very, you're very instant over there. You're, I love that discipline. You have your work ethic, Simon, for the few times we worked. Yeah, that Where is you when met Simon. We, I think we... Well, met we already knew row, about each other. Some, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We tried each other, but I think that's the first time we actually met. What I, And and I remember we, we 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 met briefly, then I think we met at a gig after that. I think it was that time for Bill right, and Melinda right, Gates right, Foundation. Right, that right, was right. our first thing together, right? Correct? I think so. Yeah. So I I, wanna, I, I admire how you... You're so put together as a business, or as just as separately as a father. I want to ask you: How do you continue to learn in order to stay on top of things within your role, either as a father or just as a business a businessman, or just as a community leader? how How do you step on top of things how do How do you do it, Simon? It's been 15 years since you started. I'll, I'll just your say it's journey. been 36 how, years been because consistent? the moment you're, you're born, born you do... especially
1: if you're born in the slum, you're on your own, or you're with your mother. You know, it's 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 like yes. total. It's But for me, uh, you know, almost every, okay. how I move changes almost, almost every minute, you know. For example, you know, before this Madaraka okay. virtual yeah. festival, one of the things, what you're asking now is about self-care, you know, how am I caring okay. for myself in order for me to continue going? you know yes. uh, i i love to work out i love to run i love yes. to garden um yeah yeah, yeah. you garden yeah. you plant
0: school you plant pili you a lot of kitungu,
1: things back there. I yeah. uh, you know onions yes. and um you know i okay. have potatoes i have uh a, a lot of things i don't even know some of them okay. <laughs> cilantro
0: carrots
1: you know <laughs>
0: yeah. then i gotta ask you i gotta ask you something cilantro you 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 just go for meat okay? if you had so a bigger if, garden well, you can put goats
1: there so you just have your own i pie. wish i could keep mm-hmm. some you know chickens and stuff like that but you just take what you have and 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 be grateful <laughs> for it yeah.
0: yeah i know man i know man so i have, I have questions off of the tangent of uh your career and your personal life, just this for fun stuff. So Simon, if I had a million dollars at my disposal to hand to you for your growth personally, foundational family, yeah. what would you do? With I, it?
1: I've asked people, people that why? question before. <laughs> so now I'm being asked that question. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if, if I have so yeah. much to do that a million dollars would go in you know, a very, very quickly, yeah. It would it it would let's go. go. Let's start, quickly. let's start. Let's start. What's the um, biggest
0: what's your biggest three or four?
1: Well as okay. as what's we speak right now. As we speak right now, I would probably hire an an executive director to yeah. run one vibe so that I can do other things that I feel like I need to put my energy towards, you okay. know. So I would probably, you know, okay. find okay you know, work with the board of directors of OneVibe here in the US and the Board of Directors in Kenya and hire okay. an executive director that can run okay. can do what I do, you know. Uh that would be the number one priority because this okay. is something I've put in fifteen years worth of time into. So, you know, just making sure that okay. if I have that money, I hire you know, I work with the board, hire a new executive director who runs OneVibe professionally even better than I do it because, because the money is now there. So what we do is but, we take okay. a portion of it and make it an endowment for OneVibe, yes. you know, where operational costs will never okay. be a problem. Yes. And then it's invested in a way that it accumulates over the years and continues, you know, supporting OneVibe, but also supporting a few side businesses that then, continue supporting one vibe africa the nonprofit profit side you know then the rest of that money i will yes. take into you know yes yes one vibe media which is the business i'm trying to build and the primary reason for this business is to power things like the african father in america podcast to yeah to power things like your podcast you know the podcast because yeah. one vibe media is supposed to look for strong yes. african yeah. content uh, and media ideas or personalities okay and and build them up but also we yes. want to create films uh, you know we want to create this thing called One Vibe TV which people already see it on YouTube but we are creating a website that will okay. be like an African Netflix you know okay where let's say you are based in Kenya okay. not yes. here in Seattle but you're creating content daily You'd put it on our website, and uh, on that website, we also look for local businesses in your community, okay. and local share with thing? them to sponsor specifically your video, and we broadcast it to your community, you know okay as the first recipients of your content, yeah, you okay. know because that's your your first support base. Um, so that's something I'm actually yeah. actively working on it. I have a group of students from the Netherlands, from a university called Delft okay. University, a master's program student, six of them who are Delph. working okay. with me to scope out this whole idea and implement it. So that, that money would go, the rest of it would go okay. into this whole okay. project because that project is going to help change the narrative about Africa okay. and you know allow Africans, African-Americans tell our own okay. stories, in ways that we want to
0: tell it, you know,
1: stories, not, okay. not anything else. Yeah. Yeah.
0: In yeah. our very own, in our very own diction, our very own words. Mr. Simon. Yes,
1: yes, yes. You
0: live in Seattle, Washington, correct? If you had your billboard right there in the middle of downtown Seattle, kind of like a replica of Times Square, New York, what do you want that billboard to say, and what do you want on that billboard? Well, you me. know,
1: I would not honestly like my billboard to be in downtown Seattle, but if it is, if it is there, then what I'd yes. like the billboard to say is, "Africa is the future."
0: Yes, with what picture of there?
1: Well, or do you with, want to just the words? The picture.
0: Somebody's paying for it. Somebody's the picture paying for it. Simon, is going you to be the continent give me of Africa. And the
1: words are going to be Africa is the future. That's it.
0: Okay. Ah, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And what advice, Simon, through your journey, would you give somebody who's wanting to start a career? Just, just like listen. You? Just
1: listen. Listening is the biggest skill that anybody that wants to do something yes. like this can do it because it's complicated you know okay it's complicated it's not okay it's not okay. like driving uber or being a nurse or being a doctor that's like one thing yes. uh my yes my career path yes. is so complicated yes. it's not one thing if you listen to our conversation today you know, we didn't even include logistics and I did a lot of logistics, import, yes. export, you know, uh, I worked as an interpreter. And you, did. you know, Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah here in the U.S. I was helping a lot of, yes Uh, Luos and kiswahili speaking people, even from the Congo and Tanzania, you yes. know, with the doctors and prison situation yes. and, and court situation, mm-hmm. um, you know, I worked for Casco. I used to push carts yes. at Casco. You know, I'd, I've done all sorts yes. of things. You know, just as many yes. people do when they move to a new country. Yeah. So, so I just feel like you should to be willing country, to do yeah. anything as well. Listen, be willing to do anything to move forward. You know.
0: Yeah. Mm, yeah. To move forward. Yes. Yes. <laughs> me what's your favorite? What's My your favorite friend. food? I love. I love.
1: I love you rice. You I tell and beans, us. You, know? you, know, you can be if sure I was in that, Kenya. Food. Yeah. No meat. Rice ah, and beans is not nice food. No meat. Yeah, rice Just and beans meat. perfect. Uh-huh. Uh if I was in Kenya. Uh-huh, go ahead. Avocado would be Just nice. Just no avocado, avocado. Avocado, avocado like this. sukuma wiki, rice, beans, avocado, yeah, okay, sukuma okay. wiki. Add okay. all of that together. That's good. Sukuma wiki, uh, wiki, wiki. Uh, wiki. If I was in wiki. Kenya, ugali okay. and omena. I love ugali and omena, omena fry, you know. Yeah. Dry
0: fry, yeah. Okay, I, mean, I, <laughs> I miss that a lot. dry fry. I know, I know. Okay, okay. What, what's your, what's your? Let me see. Um, let me see. Uh if you were in Kenya today, you landed this morning in Nairobi. What would be the first thing you want so to eat that you've missed so much you can eat in Nairobi?
1: I don't typically eat. I wait until the next day. Then I go to Kosele. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, oh, what's there it you seven? eat what's traditional food go, you, know, you
1: eat traditional Ugali, Ugali is our staple food but there okay. you find yeah you find um, the, the yeah, original like Ugali good? is yeah. there then fish you know they have a whole tilapia and yeah. traditional vegetables uh, so there yeah. I eat and after eating there I'm so full I just go and sleep you know then I take my flight to Kisumu and then I go and eat again. You know, I eat fish from okay. like Victoria. When I get to Kisumu, then I know I've arrived. You know.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know you have landed touchdown. Anyway, Simon, yeah, man. It's, we, we've killed we've killed enough time today. I want to bring you in again because we have so much to talk about, and I believe what we have is so much, we can't express right. so, it in one podcast. It's so, it's not yeah. it just. I have one thing but to I say ask, before you finish. I want to so... ask one last question. No, you go ahead and produce, then I'll, uh... I'll wrap up. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, so I want, I want you to tell people about your podcast and what it's about and where people can find you online on, on both on vibe and on your podcast. And uh, I want you also to talk about the future of, um of, of the, one vibe as an entity and meeting Udawa, like where people can know like so that we can follow you because uh, I have a lot of followers, I have a lot of listeners who would really be interested in the project. They followed us on the Madraka Festival when we collaborated together this year and they just love w- what you're doing and what you're pushing for so I yes, just wanted yes. to connect with where it's going in the future, you know? So Okay, go ahead Simon. If you that. want to find me on Twitter, I am at
1: Nokelu on instagram i am at okay. simon javan okelo uh, and on facebook
0: okay hello
1: sorry about that hello. The, the, somebody tried to call me anyhow okay, go ahead. um go ahead go ahead then no problem then uh in general if you want to learn about one vibe you can go to you know onevibeafrica dot org uh, that's our website or you can go on any okay. social media platform at I am one vibe africa mm-hmm. um my, my website website is coming up it's going to be called Simonjavanokelo.com if you go there there's a, there's a landing page as we speak okay. um you know besides that okay uh you know I I, I think that's enough trying to... Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Simon. Hello? Hello? Uh, but if anybody okay. is trying to be engaged, yes, with both, Madaraka Festival is all about... Madaraka Festival has a website. It's called madarakafestival.com and, uh, you know, anybody can...
0: Okay.
1: Anybody can, Uh, you know, okay. can visit that. But, yeah, but if somebody is following you, they're most Come likely going okay. to... They're most likely going to interact with what one vibe is doing at any given time. So yeah, yeah. So so that's okay. that's at um, any given time, you know, yes. That's what I think in regards to that. Yeah. Yeah. Add something okay. to say. Okay. Well, Go ahead. You this is the most add? important thing I've said since we started talking. Go ahead. You're doing amazing work, my brother. Okay. You know, I want you to know that I am extremely Proud of I appreciate you. you, and uh, anybody who's listening to you know your podcast right now should know that you're putting in a lot of work, and uh, yeah. you know you're really appreciated in our community beyond just me. You know, I just want you to know you're doing the right thing. I appreciate you, man. I
0: appreciate you so much. Yeah, I appreciate you, man. I gotta, I gotta, we got together, we grow. One yes, man is gonna be yes. a village, it takes a village to go where you need to go. Yeah, I appreciate you, Simon. I I want you to be my guest again because I don't think we have totally uh, exfoliated everything about One Vibe, but it's so massive to compress it in one podcast. will be doing it in just so we gotta come back again. But for tonight, I know it's late, we got a lot of rolls tomorrow. And we got a timer here too at the podcast level recordings. So, Simon, what's the last um, piece of advice you want to give our listeners today?
1: Man, I just want you to be yourself. Be yourself. Yeah,
0: yeah. Be yourself. Yes. Be yourself. Be yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Simon, the CEO, founder, owner of One Five Africa. He's giving you the future, the dissection from the beginning of the journey to the end of the journey. He's going to come back again because we are not done with this sec. We're going to do the part two of this interview. Thank you so much, Mr. Simon Okello, for being in this interview. We're humble for your presence. Thank you, bro. Please do join us again. You're welcome to the show at any time. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Uncut with Simon, One Vibe African. More life, bro. Peace. I'm signing. Peace out. Simon, more life, man. I
1: don't do it. Thank you for tuning in to the show. Please remember to like, share,
0: and subscribe to General Matambo Uncut Podcasts. Now available on all platforms. Au revoir.